The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus prayed, I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you, for the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All are mine, all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you've given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost, except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, so that they may also be sanctified in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. For a long time, I thought that the long Minnesota goodbye was just a civic tradition. Until I googled it this past week. There are videos and articles and memes about saying goodbye in my home state, Minnesota. Anybody else from Minnesota? Yay. (laughs) There's even a Minnesota goodbye cocktail. My experience with this tradition is at the lake home that we share with Julie's brothers. Every time someone leaves the lake home, everyone that is present gathers in the driveway to say goodbye. We hug, we say our goodbyes, And then we linger for a while and make sure they haven't left anything back in the house. And then we say goodbye again. Then we hug again. And then, just as they get into the car, we'll say, are you sure you can't stay for another cup of coffee? (laughs) And when the answer is no, and it's always no, let's be honest, we wave and follow them back out the driveway as they head down the lake road, waving at them until we can no longer see them. This is the long Minnesota goodbye. It can be hard to say goodbye, whether it's after a short visit from family and friends or a goodbye that lasts a lifetime. I think about the goodbyes that we experience here each year when the seminarians are finished with their work and learning and then move on to their next ministry assignment or the goodbyes that parents face when their kids go off to college, or the goodbyes when dear friends move across the country, or when someone retires from a beloved career, or when a relationship ends. 
And of course, I remember the many goodbyes that I witnessed as a hospice chaplain. When a loved one was nearing the end of life and final goodbyes were spoken. And sometimes they weren't even spoken, but just experienced with deep heartache and longing. The English word goodbye is a shortened version of God be with you. So every time you say goodbye to someone, you're actually giving them a blessing in disguise. God be with you on your journey. God keep you safe. God hold you and keep you in whatever lies ahead. And then I learned that the French and German phrases for goodbye, au revoir and auf Wiedersehen, mean something just a little bit different. Till we see each other again. It's a little bit more hopeful and happy. See you again soon. Each day when I drop off my daughter Annika at school, she gives me both a blessing and a see you again. As she leaps out of the car, she says, bye mama, have a good day, I love you, I'm taking the bus home. <laughs> Sometimes it's pick me up at school. In this daily ritual, she's blessing me for the day ahead and happily reminds me that we'll see each other again soon. And I love the rhythm of this simple and sweet daily ritual. Goodbye, I love you, I'll see you again. In the rhythm of the liturgical year, this is the season of saying goodbye. For some time now, we've been watching Jesus prepare his disciples for the approaching absence. And two different goodbye stories are highlighted in today's scripture readings. A very long, long prayer that's offered the night before Jesus dies. And then the ascension of Jesus into the clouds as he promises the gift of the Holy Spirit. As Jesus practices the art of departure, he invites us to think about what it means to say goodbye with intention, with mindfulness, with love. In this week's passage from John, the blessing is part of the leaving, and somehow the leaving is part of the blessing. It's the evening before Jesus' crucifixion, and he knows that he will soon be leaving his disciples to fulfill his mission, and he wants them to be prepared. Jesus has been teaching them about his nature and mission and destiny, and about their role in the future of all of this. And now, on the night before he dies, he prays for them. And what does he pray for? Not that it will be easy, because he knows that it won't, but that God will support the disciples amidst their challenges, and that they will be united with each other and with Jesus through the gift of the Holy Spirit. He asks God's support and protection of those he leaves behind, saying, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. Oh, how much easier it would be, the disciples must have thought, if he would only take us with him. Yet that is not Jesus' promise. Instead, the promise he makes is that the disciples then and now will not be alone in the struggle. This difficult and at times painful world is beloved of God. And we are sent into this world to witness to the truth that God loves the whole world, even when the world runs contrary to God's design or desire. Which then brings us to the second goodbye, which is actually the first reading from today in the book of Acts. 
after Jesus was raised from the dead, imagine how thrilled his followers were to see him again and to realize that that first goodbye on the night before he died was more of a see you again soon instead of a final blessing. But now, just before he is lifted up into the clouds, Jesus gives them a goodbye blessing. God be with you. Jesus tells them the good news. You will receive power from the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. Jesus promises that he will be present through the power of the Holy Spirit, and from that moment, and throughout all the faithful generations, his followers have been witnesses to Christ's presence in the world to the ends of the earth. In his final goodbye, Jesus blesses us with a sense of purpose. Whether at home or at school, work or a place of volunteering, and whether the coming week brings challenges or blessings or maybe a little bit of both, God continues to be with us, to strengthen us and use us to care for each other and the world that God made. So I invite you to consider this week how you have been blessed to be a blessing to others to the ends of the earth. How will you be Christ's body in the world? Through being a good friend or listening to another in someone else's struggle? Volunteering to help someone in need? By standing up for those who are vulnerable, people who suffer from mental illness, people who find their home and community on the streets in Chicago, those who are accused of wrongdoing simply while living while being black? Will you pray for someone who is in need or invite someone to worship to hear the truth about God's love for everyone? Christ is present with us now. Christ is present in the meal that we will share. And through this meal, we are empowered to be Christ's body in the world. As St. Teresa of Avila summed up in her beloved poem, Christ has no body but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassion on the world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, Yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassion on this world. Christ has no body now but yours.